0: for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest running sports talk show. Leaving the Yard on 107.9 The Fan. Hello, hello. We welcome you to in the Yard straight up 5 o'clock. Or if it's the morning version, it's uh, straight up uh, 7 o'clock. That's right. But either way, it's top of the hour and we welcome you in. Uh, Dwight McCowan in again today. Great to see you. Although... Uh, <sighs> You look a little different than last time. I'm totally soaked right now from the <laughs> monsoon we have going on outside. I appreciate the fact that uh, I won't have to shower tonight. <laughs> I'm telling you Yeah, you look at positive. It's glass half full of rainwater kind of guy. I'm telling you, that thing is coming down like the, just the whole bottom
1: fell out. I knew we were going to get rain. I didn't know it like this. No, I didn't either. I was I was worried about the flooding as I was no. coming in. No. That's, that's my big concern.
0: <laughs> so if you're, uh, you're listening to us on the uh, Thursday night version of our show, be careful driving. Yes. Everything is wet your brakes are not going to work like you expect them to you're going to hydroplane if you get going i actually was at a stop light and trying to get going and i just spun before it finally caught and i started uh-huh. moving forward so be careful tonight it's uh, a couple extra minutes won't uh, won't be a problem it won't kill you but no. an accident might just so, so, it, be so so it it yes. yeah so be careful tonight please uh, i know we got folks driving around for high school football this evening uh, if you're a Leopard fan, you're going down that direction Pintry. toward uh, toward Longview, toward uh, you know, Pine Tree High School. You've got other games in uh, Northeast Texas. For I uh, knew New Boston's playing tonight. I think Redwater's playing tonight. Uh, just be careful. Be cautious. You're. I, I'm the guy that fishtailed a car and put it in a ditch. On the way to a playoff game, Pleasant Grove and Carthage, years ago, when BG had no business playing them, and it was a first-round 42 nothing game. And the roads I didn't think were even that way. It was a light rain, and I got going on tires that weren't the best, and hydroplane coming around a little bit of a graded turn, Uh and ended up in a ditch. Um, And luckily, nobody got hurt. Well, I was always told when it's the light rain, it's where that's where it really gets you, yeah. not, the, not the heavy rain. No, because you think you can yeah. go fast. Yeah, <laughs> it's the yeah. light rain that really right? gets
1: you, I mean, hydroplane. But anyway, that's uh, that's tonight's warning. Absolutely. So be careful. LE fans, especially be careful. I know it takes a kind of...
0: Yes, careful. yes, yes. If you're listening to us tonight, and by the way, you will be listening to uh, Tyler and Earl tonight. They'll be over on uh, 107.1 for the uh, kickoff of the Leopards. And speaking of Carthage... <laughs> You get the Bulldogs for the first round. Yeah, I got to see those guys uh, probably about a,
1: about two months ago. When now they, they played, played Marshall. Marshall. And they played Marshall, and they're not they're not as explosive uh, offensively as they have been in the past, but they're just as good defensively still.
0: Okay, so when you say not explosive, if explosive in the past was like a nine out of ten, where would you say they are now? I would say they're five right now. Really? Yeah.
2: You know, okay. That, well, that's a
0: puncher's chance. You know, Carthage fans think that. You,
1: you know, it, it's your it's your, it's a privilege to play them. That's how their fans are so <laughs> entitled and arrogant. That's, if you can hear the bitterness in my voice, wow. when I was at Grove, Their fans are man. That was, I'm, you know what? I'm just gonna keep it keep it really nice right now. But you know, that's just kind of how they think. But just watching them, they they're about at a five. Honestly, their defense is still very very talented. Their offense is mostly young though. Right, you know, Those guys, it's, it's one of those things right now, is you, you see them, it's like, if you're going to get them, you better get them this year. Because next year. Because next couple of years, they're going to really get going again. Young will so. be explosive, <laughs> Yeah, and they yeah. won't be young anymore. And <laughs> exactly, exactly. When I so. ask this
0: question a year, you're going to go, they're a nine.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> and that'll and be generous. I'm, right. I'm, I'm saying t- uh, 10 plus, you know. Yeah. so no, Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's they um, are still really good, though. That's when I saw them, I was like, yeah, that, those guys are going to be
0: scary next uh, year. All right, so a guy who's coached on the defensive side – Right. Yes, I was a cornerback's coach. You got a rainy track tonight. You got a team that you say isn't quite as uh-huh. explosive as normal. You got a leopard team that's built with speed. What do you? Do? We're gonna tell, get up and sell, challenge. Tell, tell me why this is gonna work for Le tonight.
1: You know, we. I, I remember. So I can give you an example. We played uh, Gilmer the year we shut him out fourteen nothing. It was like a monsoon in it poured. And we we got a, we just challenged those guys. Say so, okay, you are gonna beat us over the top in this driving rain? Right. Go try, ahead, try to. And so I always tell my corners to hey, listen. In worst case scenario, if you get beat, you just reach out and grab them. Yeah, it happened to us. Yards. It happened to us one time in that game, but they couldn't get the ball down the field because you know they were a spread team. Now, having said that, I don't want to get. Le fans too excited because Carthage is not a spread <laughs> no, offense. Right. they will run downhill at you, so you know it's one of those you know you know <laughs> pick your poison against those guys. But but it, it helps them. You know it will help them a little bit. But the problem is, I would say this though. The problem is when it's when it's a rainy surface like that, it's offense nowhere they're going. The defense does it. Sure. So they can keep their feet on them a little bit more, so they can use Le speed against them. Uh, get them going one way and and cut it back right. and cut back no, up the field point. so but the, but the thing I did say what I did notice about coach is they're still great up front though yeah. and they're still good up front on o line d line and so that's where I just think again you can get them this year if this is the chance you're gonna get them now but man they're still so good up front and right. so i mean I've even, I watched I watched Pleasant Grove play a couple times this year I, and and this is the best time they can get them. I just I don't know if Pleasant Grove can uh deal with them in in the trenches so it's the same thing those guys he's they, they, it's like like an SEC football team. They can just, they can beat you in the trenches. If That's you're PG,
0: this is the worst weather. If you're against Carthage, well, yeah, this year with yeah. their offense, yeah, yeah of course, this yeah. is the worst weather <laughs> yeah. for PG. If you get a dry right. track, yes. you're probably better off. If absolutely. you're Liberty Island, you're looking for, a, gosh, give me a wet football, let yeah, him absolutely. have some turnovers. Absolutely. I'm, I'm a prohibited underdog in this. Correct. I'm going to need a couple of breaks. Maybe the wet conditions help me. If you're PG. You want us you want an even yeah, you want, clean track. You want to and, play them at the star or something, you know? You yeah. bet, You <laughs> so, bet. You know, but again,
1: it's one of those you know, you wanna wear those big guys out up front. Like I said, they're they're still very very good up front. Yeah. That's where I was impressed with those guys. Like, man, those guys are so good up front. They just they control Marshall up front. It was it was unbelievable watching that happen. Yeah. I I felt they I know I'm going to say this. It's going to sound crazy. I felt they controlled Marshall up front just as well, or even better than Longview did. Really? Yeah. yeah I'm, oh I'm, boy. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm just saying. I don't know if our kids took it more lightly
0: because it's Carthage instead of Longview. Sure. But I, I thought I thought they controlled it up front pretty well. I would think if I'm a Marshall kid, I'm all up for Longview. <laughs> I don't know how I'm up about Carthage, Carthage yeah. but I know I'm up about Correct. Longview every time. I mean, I, yeah,
1: I thought those guys were.
0: Yeah, they were pretty impressive yeah. up front. Anyway, Dwight McCowan in here today. Uh, We got a lot of stuff going on today. It is a Thursday, which means we have the doubleheader of our Nukes Sports Trivia gift card giveaway. We have Picks of Righteousness. We have Arkansas Highs basketball coach Matt Williams who's coming in at the bottom of the hour. So we've got a full menu of stuff, and we remind you... Uh, We made the announcement yesterday. We'll keep harping on it until certainly Sunday's game, but we are now the home of the Dallas Cowboys. uh, Sunday afternoon, rather, they'll take on the New York Giants, and you will hear them here on 107.9 The Fan. So get used to that. You can set your dial there, leave it there, break the the knob off, as they say. That's right. Because uh, anything you're going to need is right here. On, uh, on the fan right now, home of the Cowboys. So we're, we're very proud about that one. And uh, we're going to keep on making sure you understand you hear it, so you remember it, so you know it. So Sunday when you uh, look for the Cowboy game, look on this you'll stuff. find where to, where to go for it. So that's what I got for you to start with. While we were talking about PG, by the way, I throw this out there because you were uh, certainly a guy who uh, was around when Xavier Benson was yes. having his outstanding <laughs> career as a hawk and he had a great saturday yes, so great in fact he was the uh, the defensive player of the game for the big uh, of the week rather for the uh, big, 12. big 12 absolutely what I mean, the heck man so proud of that so proud of that young man if you if if you
1: don't know um what he's been through uh these past 4 years to get back to where he is you know it's even more of a blessing and exciting to see uh where this young man has gotten himself in his life back to um and and in the football part is the easy part. You knew when you coach him and you saw him play. Oh, and yeah. He's a tremendous athlete, good in football. He's all district. He's um district MVP in basketball as well. Um, but he he hit some hit some bumps in the road at Texas Tech. Went back to TJC and was you know JUCO defensive player of the year, national player of the year, and, and so I'm so proud. And It's also to watch him and then watch Nick right next to him, and so you see those two guys and like man. Oh, that's why I was a really good coach because I yeah. had, had those type of guys on my team. You know, it kind of <laughs> helps out. You know, he, you know, I I'll never forget when uh, we win the state championship the first time, and Xavier makes that unbelievable interception to close yes. it out. And I remember we're in the press box, and as soon as he picks it off, we just throw headsets off and we sprint screaming down the hall to get to the elevator to get down to the field, and it was just an unbelievable feeling. that heat uh, helped contribute to for us that. I,
0: I I echo everything you said. I'm so proud of him. Yes, you know it. Nothing's easy ever, ever. No, he made it look so easy in high school. He, you know, some athletes are a little advanced above the the level they're playing at. In high school, it's easy to kind of be that. If you're a bigger guy, a little more athletic kind of guy, he was that guy. Correct. He as an outside linebacker, as a they used him at tight end a little bit. He he was just that guy. He was physically. Almost imposing on other kids, kind of like you see Landon Jackson, yeah. Lance. Now they've got some of those kids that just not just tall, but just yeah. an athletic kid that you could put basically anywhere on the field and he'd be successful.
1: Yeah, I, w- I would say Xavier probably was a better just a better natural athlete than those two guys were, and it's not a knock on them. Xavier just he has a certain bend to him. He can yeah. he can rush rush off the edge. He had a bend to the to get to the quarterback. Um, I mean he. As basketball, he's a 6'3 kid. He and he, I remember him as a his senior, year, he uh he posterized uh Damian Collins. I mean, just unbelievable. with six 6'8, Damian Collins. That's the type of a freak athlete, yeah. Xavier is it has nothing to do with us coaching. And so, again, to see him do what he's been doing, and, you know, you're you excited for him. You know, not not that you know, everybody's saying you know, he's gonna you know, opportunity to go to the NFL. That's great, but if you if you just sell where he came from, what he had to deal with. Uh, to get to this level where he's at, that's what makes
0: it even more exciting. For Having him. seen his game as a 15-year-old and seeing it now as, well, he's got to be 22, 23 yeah. years old, how what, what's different did you see?
1: You know, he, I always felt he was very, very mature for his age. He he was one of the rare kids that we had that loved to practice. I'm talking, we, we would have to tell him, hey, Zay, you got to ease up a little <laughs> bit of practice. He was just drilling people all right, the time. Right. And so that part he always had. um just to see the physical change of his body, how, how much bigger he's finally gotten. You know, he always had those real narrow shoulders. Mm. Even his senior year, you know, he was going you ready to go to Tech. He was, you know, trying to get a lot of weightlifting in with, uh, with Donnie Kelly and stuff, trying to get bigger and stronger. And you still, you was like, man, his frames just ain't filling right. out yet. Right. And then I'm watching the game on Saturdays now with me and my son. And it's like, my son's like, man, Daddy Xavier. I was like, yeah, that's what happens when you go there. He's getting his grown man body mm. now. And, and, it's t- and, and he hasn't lost any speed, though. So that's what's the impressive. Part. He hasn't lost his speed and athleticism. That's what's really impressive He, he about
0: must him. be working out with Nick because Martin's oh, just Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. He looks like the Hulk.
1: <laughs> Nick really filled out, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> hmm.
0: Anyway, want to make sure we, we made a note of that. We didn't talk about it Absolutely. when Kevin was in here the other day. I don't know if they'd made the announcement yet by Monday, but uh, Big Ten, Big 12 Player of the Week defensively, that's a huge honor and Xavier Benson, a PG alum, gets that one this past week. So uh, tip the hat to the Oklahoma Absolutely. State Cowboys. We did a little cowboy thing on top of everything else today. All right. Uh, I tell you what, I am going to move our trivia question forward because I don't want to waste any time getting uh, Coach Smith in here. He's going to show up probably about five 520, 525. We'll get him in here at 530. And I don't want to be trying to do the two things at the same time. So I'm gonna, I'm going to scoot forward. The trivia question thing here for just a minute. Now, I'll tell you this. The phone's operational. We had them on the other day. Sounded great. We had a caller the other day. Perfect. You can call and beat the rush. I'll take the calls first. And then if you're a Facebook guy and you know the answer, or gal, and you know the answer, you can type it up on Facebook. That's I'll amazing. see it on the stream that's going on with the uh, with the station right now over on the, uh, the fans' uh, Facebook page. I'll get up and look at that one then, and first one gets the right answer. You got the $10 gift card. Now, here's how it certainly will work. I'm going to give you this question just a second. Dial it in, 903-735-9905, or as I said, post it, and I'll give you the number, 903-735-9905. Dial it all the way to the five. Just have the five sitting there waiting. You're ready to push the five last. So, 903-735-9905. And then the five. If you know the answer. First one gets a ten dollar gift card to nukes. Uh perfect night to do nukes. Uh you don't want to have to deal with it. Drive through. The only thing getting wet your arm. Pull in the bag, hand them the gift card, drive home with supper. Be honest with you. Every night's a good night for nukes, to be honest oh, with you. So just telling you. <laughs> You're blowing my promo here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. You're blowing my promo. I, was, I was giving him all credit. I was giving a credit. I know. I, really I know. Yeah. Really are. Are. All right. <laughs> so here's your question. Here's my music. Now here's your question for today. Now where'd I go? Oh, here we go. All right. I've got two boxers in boxing's heavyweight history who have won the heavyweight title three times. One well, of them's Ali. Everybody knows that right. one. Who's the other guy? who's the other boxer, the only other boxer who's won the boxing heavyweight title three times in his career. 903-735-9905. And it's already, it's already ringing. Or on Facebook. So get it on Facebook fast and place my uh, my callers wrong. Quick timeout. We're coming right back. Leaving the yard. You're on the fan 1079. One morning while making the rounds I took a shot of cocaine and I shot my woman down I went right home and I went to bed I stuck that love 44 beneath my head Got up next morning and I grabbed that gun Took a shot of cocaine and away I run All right, welcome back, Johnny Cash. Love that song, "Cocaine Blues." Anyway, welcome back to us. It's 19 after the hour. Uh, no winner. A couple of uh, guesses, <laughs> but no winner. That's all right. Thursdays, we're starting to get in a it drought is, it here. Is, it is. The Tuesdays have gotten hot. The <laughs> Thursdays, I don't know. Anywho, correct answer was not George Foreman. It was not Bob Fitzsimmons. I think I had a uh evander that's what i was gonna say evander, evander holyfield i'm a big boxing fan so oh, I, are, you I, knew this I knew that. Yeah, this I was I in your wheelhouse Correct. Oh. <laughs>
1: that's my favorite sport you should have jumped on that i had ten dollar yeah, gift it's, card it's my favorite sport to watch i watch that
0: more than basketball or football on tv i was watching tyson holyfield fight on uh social media again the other night really it, it, the first one or the second one i think it was the first one. The first one okay Ama- it's still t- amazing to me Watching the blows those guys could take. Oh man! Yeah. And act like they were not phased, and you know it had to hurt, and the cumulative effect of all of those shots tells you why boxers can't do that more than once or twice a year. And not only not only that, but you're you know usually us normal
1: people if we fight it's a adrenaline rush. Oh, yeah. You know, So yeah. those guys they're relaxed and calm. Right. They're controlling <laughs> that. <laughs>
0: it's like you're you know it's coming. It's, that's unbelievable. I watched a video the other day of a guy that went, walked into a gym and and like challenge the coach. Uh-huh. Like off the street, he's guy some guy that thinks he can fight and challenge the boxing coach. And the boxing coach put on the gloves and he's like, you don't come into a man's gym and challenge him. And the guy's like, "Ah, you've never had that happen before, coach, said, no, I've never had that. People yeah. don't do that. And they got in the ring and he set the clock on for the the three minutes and Warm with, within a minute. And I say within a minute because he let the other guy just kind of paw at him, uh-huh. thinking he was like you know trying to fill him the out. The coach hit him twice and knocked him to the ground, and then <laughs> kept lecturing him about you don't do that. You don't. get up though. He said, "I'm not going to hit you again. Get up." And, well, let's see. We're going we're going to try it now. And the guy worked on it, trying to hit him, never could really yeah. hit him. The coach said, "All right, I'm going to hit you again now." After about thirty seconds, and he just bang, 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 oh. put the guy right back down again, like. I've sparred before. It's, uh, oh.
1: it's that's the hardest
0: sport ever I've ever done. You ever know. It, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm too old for all of that, but <laughs> I'm not doing it now. It's guys who think they're in a street fight. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's, it's going to be like a street from now. it's not a street As fight. you said, it's everything exactly oh, the opposite of like a street the fight. Yeah. Anywho, 903 735 9905. Matt uh, Williams coming in a couple of minutes. Uh, basketball coach over at Arkansas Hi. Uh Speaking of basketball, well, let's do football real fast. Mo- uh, Thursday night game tonight. How much of that are you invested in? Oh, is, is it the Bears? And the Panthers? Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think when they made this on the schedule, they are like, this is going to be Justin Fields yes. and Bryce Young. This is going to be a good matchup of young quarterbacks. And they're probably going to be about 500 each. And this should be a... – the Bears have two wins. The Panthers have one. Is Justin Fields even playing tonight? No. And that's why He's not even he playing, playing. But yeah. I'm saying when they made yeah. the schedule, I'm sure they're like, oh, this will be a pretty good marquee matchup yeah, of young great. quarterbacks. No. Trash. Trap. It's like having the Giants. on. If the Giants are on any more, oh my gosh, on national television in a, in a national TV game, it's awful. It's just and it's, now they don't have Daniel Jones. Not that that's any better or worse, but <laughs> you know. them and the Jets. Please take them off
1: national oh TV. Oh God, yes, it's
0: just tough to watch. All right, NBA last night, Giannis and the Bucks. Did, did you see Giannis get tossed? I did. Was it? <laughs> Did you feel the toss was like justified? Listen, man, I'm I'm paying money to come not see
1: the referee blow the whistle. Hey, man. Listen, <laughs> Are, hey, you're pulling down big
0: money on hey, these games. Listen,
1: unless this guy's like hit touching the official. Hey, man, we're not. Hey, come on, this that's some thick skin here, and let's let's keep moving. But yeah. I didn't think that was even justified to throw him
0: out. Though. If you didn't see it, he threw down a dunk. Mm-hmm. Guy from Detroit. Didn't go to the ground. He was still standing up. Great. But Giannis kind of did. If you were going to do like I'm, I'm staring at you. I'm going to do it like this. One count, two count, and by the three count, he was turning, going the other yes. way. But he didn't like dunk and turn around. He dunked and engaged. Boom, boom, and turned around. Referee went, "You're out." Teed him up because he had a tee in the Y'all first already, half yes. or something. And now he's gone. And now he's out of the game. And again,
1: it's in the third quarter. I know it sounds bad, but you got to know, hey, man, we already called them for one tick. Hey, let's just give them a warning. Hey, let's go. Let's keep playing. We're not here to see you. We're here to see the players. That's. It's, it's almost like some major league umpires. You know, hey, man, Ugh. we didn't come to watch you guys <laughs> call calls and throw guys out. We want to see these guys play. Right. So That's right. You know, that's. That's as easy as I can, simple I can make it.
0: Now, you you could sit back and go, well, this feels like the Jordan rules. Like, you got special rules for Giannis than you would for anybody else. It would have been the other way around. The Detroit guy had done it. You'd have teed him up and tossed him right away. And guess what? Yeah. Nobody's paid to see that guy. Exactly. That's yeah. why I say, like, hey,
1: I'm not, I'm not forking out $100, $200, $300 to see a bench guy. Hey, right. I'm coming to see Giannis. I'm coming to see Damian Lillard. Right. That's and it's in it Milwaukee. Is. That's what
0: it's I mean, in Milwaukee.
1: I, just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why people was so hard about that. Oh, it's, it's different rules for different guys. Uh, that's called life. Everybody doesn't have the same rules. Rules don't apply to everybody. I know we don't want to hear that, especially in sports. Hey, man, he a foul call might be on him. That guy's not gonna get that call.
0: That's and, what it is. And I get officials want to keep control of a game, and they yes. don't want a fight to break out. And they don't want. I get. I get a hundred percent all of that. But there was nowhere near a fight. But that had. felt like. That's a quick trigger. Yeah. So and, and again, I, I, I'm with you. If he didn't have a first-half tee, yeah. and this was just going to be an incidental – this is my warning of, okay, I'm gonna I'm popping you a tee right now. Don't do that again. Correct. But when you teed him in the first half for something different, yes. and now you're going to do that where there was not a word exchanged between them. And I, and I said, didn't go to the court where you're standing over him. And we all know, playground, you're standing over me. After I went down to the ground, you're, you're straddling me. And say, oh, we're, finna we're to going. you are gonna fight. Yeah, yeah we're going. Yeah, it's not no, a- any any guy is going to get up, and that's going to be a fight. Absolutely. But you're both standing up, and you're just uh, – and, and you're they're about as close as you and I are. Yes. Probably about three feet apart, two feet apart. And to have the the, the elongated look at him, like, I dunked on yeah. you, but didn't say a word.
1: Felt all, like – I tell all the time, people like that, he probably – he at referee probably never dunked on anybody before, so it's – I wouldn't think. It's, I've dunked on people before. I don't, I don't apologize. Hey, I'm sorry no, I dunked on you. Heck I dunked no, heck no. I'm going let you know I dunked on you. And I'm going to tell you I'm going to dunk on you again. See? <laughs> See?
0: I mean, I get, and again, I get it's the NBA, and I get There's a, these are big guys, and these are guys who have hair triggers yes. sometimes, and they don't want to be shown up in front of 20,000 people, and that's usually where a pushback comes Correct. from. But that didn't feel like any of that no, was not happening. A, not at all. Not at all. I don't know. James Harden back in action. <laughs> See, I know you're such a hardened guy, <laughs> that
1: guy, man. Uh, I tell you, man, I, I feel bad for Ty Lue to be honest. Which I, I, I'm never saying you want to resign your your job, but that's that's a tough that's a tough job to have right now. with The Clippers, you know, dealing with those egos and I say egos those 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 personalities and um, just just bless that guy. He's a good coach. He's really really he good, coach. A good. coach, and, and man, that's it's a tough situation to be in. They're they're all in right now. Yeah, and. I'm just not 100% sold on that team.
0: If you're old like I am, you go back and say, and and I know we've changed the game a bit. The old old 76ers around 1980, when they grabbed Dr. J and Mm -hmm. added him to the mix of George McGinnis and and World Be Free and Daryl Dawkins and Doug Collins are all on that team together. And you thought, man, there's only one basketball, and all these guys are alphas. Correct. You know, on a basketball team, in prote- more than any other sport, on a basketball team, you can't hi- have five alphas on the court at the same time. You just can't. No, the ball's got to move around, and there are going to be guys who are not alphas well, who understand know, their roles to get it to alpha. So you got to know your role. Everybody's got to know their role. If you know your role, we, we got we got good chemistry. So we give use- me Westbrook and Harden and George and Leonard and whoever the fifth guy is going to be, and tell me how five or four alphas like that are going to Actually, make this work. I will say this: I don't think
1: Paul George is an alpha. I think he, I think he's a, I think he's a, is a second, um, a, a role player. Not, not a role player, but he's not a lead guy. He was with the Pacers, but that really wasn't his role. He, okay, he's okay with being not that guy. That's not his role. Yeah, I, I would say more so Kawhi. You know, Kawhi doesn't talk very much. No. He, he's the alpha, but he doesn't talk as much. And so I, I think it could work. Um, because Paul doesn't need the ball. He's more of a defender, slasher. He can score a little bit. Kawhi's a defender, slasher. He needs the ball a little bit more than mid-post. Paul's more of a three-point shooter. And James James can be a point guard. The problem to me is always with Westbrook, with Westbrook, where he understands his role, which he has done for a decent part. But I just – I still feel bad for Tyler. That's just a tough spot to be in because you're, – You're a Laker guy, aren't you? Uh I'm not really anybody. I, I, I'm a I I'm I I like LeBron James okay. I think I, I think he's a really really special
0: talent I've enjoyed watching his career. If uh, we, if we didn't pay attention last night, Houston smacked around the he, Lakers last night.
1: I don't think the Lakers are a very good team. I I I'm not as high as I hear people on ESPN talk about the Lakers. I think oh, I'm not. I think the I think the run they made last year in the playoffs was it was a run. It was a good run. I think they got the benefit that the West was a little bit down, especially on their end of the bracket. They got lucky. I say lucky. They got a good break with the Warriors uh, getting by the uh, Kings. I think the Kings would have throttled the Lakers in yep. round two. They yep. too fast for them. The Lakers and the Warriors, the Lakers was a, uh, Warriors is a good matchup for them. So,
0: yes. I'm reading a thing the other day about disappointing teams so far. Kings were on that list. Yes. Grizz were on that list. Cavaliers are on that list. I don't care about them so much, but I do as a maverick <laughs> as a Maverick part of the country here care about what happens in the West. Yes. John Morant's out for 25 games. Yeah, I'm not surprised what's going on with the Grizzlies, to be do honest. Not. With you know, when, when Steven Adams went down, yeah, I, that Steven, one hurt. Yeah,
1: I was like, that's, that's, if he went down in January, and that's where really, I know everybody's putting on J- John Morant. John Morant, that's where all their issues started. Right. They, they, they have a hard time defending the rim. I know they have uh, Jaron uh, Jackson, but. You know, he brought a lot of stability he' was a grown-up in yep. the room and so you you lose him that hurts King was about uh
0: uh was a fox who went down I believe it is yeah um that one hurts because uh the handful of games he played putting up 30 and eight and
1: I, and I like, out and now they can't score you know I like the he's obviously he's a Texas guy as well from Texas and so you, you, you root for those guys um he's a special talent you know him going down. I think the Kings will be okay if, he, if I don't know how long he's out for. That's the that's the problem. sprained ankle. That's weird. Uh, it's taking so, this long. Yeah, hopefully he will be back. Well, once he gets back, he's the engine that runs that thing. So once he comes back, I think they get going. Him and Sabonis. That's a really good team. They're, they're built well. It's just they can't lose him. And so right. obviously that's they lose right. him. And that's why they're struggling. Are you <laughs> are you a buy or sell on the Mavericks? I just don't know if they can get defensive stops, man. That's my that's always my always my concern with those guys with, with those two guys in the backcourt. They just. They're, they're, I call them their cones on defense. Right. You know, their cones. Right. And so, you know, I know they got Derek alive. That helps a little bit. But can you can you, can you, you guard guys on a perimeter? That's what I worry about with them. There it
0: is. You didn't tell me, though. Buy or sell? Oh, I would sell, though. Sell. Would, You're, not buying. You're not buying it. No, no. All right. All right, we're going to take a break. 29 till top of the hour. Don't forget, we've got Picks of Righteousness coming up in a little bit. First, we've got to talk a little Arkansas High basketball. We'll do that when we come back with the head coach of the Hogs. Here on The Fan, 107.9. Welcome you back, 25 minutes till top of the hour, Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zach, Dwight McCowan on the uh, program today, and we are joined. Special guest, first time in here with us. You were in here on the morning show with Tony a few months ago, but uh, Matt Williams is the uh, head basketball coach over at Arkansas High. First of all, it's great meeting you.
2: Yeah, nice to meet y'all. I appreciate y'all hadn't had to a, talk hoops.
0: Yeah, hadn't had a chance to, to get with you. So before we do anything else, give us a little background. Where'd you come from, and, and how'd you land here in Texarkana?
2: Um, originally from Jonesboro, Arkansas. All right. A uh, very p- proud program, I would say, one of the top three programs in, in uh, Arkansas. Uh, you'd have part of you in that list, Little Rock Hall, and I'd, I'd say Jonesboro. They won the last three state championships in boys' uh, basketball so I was there for um, – I was on the boys' and the girls' side. I was fortunate to be a part of uh, – nice. as an assistant, uh, right. two state championships there. Uh, Desi Seals, you all probably know that name, played yep. for the University of Arkansas. He was kind of our star on that team. But we actually had nine guys that played at the next level on that team. Wow. Uh, really loaded. Um, different sports, not all not all basketball. but So I was there uh, for most of my coaching career. It's my hometown. Then I was at uh, Springdale High School in northwest Arkansas okay. the last two years. And uh, as everything's been an assistant. So, yep. this is an opportunity yep. to be a head coach. And uh, we actually lost to Jonesboro in the state championship last year. Uh, Springdale did. So, um, anyways, I was a graduate assistant at Southeast Missouri State okay. under uh, Coach Dickie Nutt, Houston's brother. Yep. Um, so, that's a little bit about you me. You bounced around a little bit. I bounced around. Yep. Now, how old are you? I'm 36. 36.
0: Did you kind of get that sense of it's time for me to be a head guy? Because you're in some pretty good programs you've been talking about. I mean, you've been an assistant at some pretty high level programs in the state, but did you get that itch like it's my time?
2: That's right. That's that's why I'm here. Um, it's funny, you know, when you're when you're 22 years old and you get that coaching degree, you think you're going to be a head coach at 25, right. you know, and uh, <laughs> and then the pros at 30, <laughs> right, right, right. So I'm just now getting my shot. You realize how hard it really yeah, is yeah. To, to get an opportunity, and uh, I'm very grateful to have one here. I have an outstanding athletic director I work for, so so I feel like I'm in a good spot.
0: When, when you mention it's it's really hard to get that chance. Uh, As an assistant, usually it's a matter of, well, the guy before me retired or moved on and I get a chance to move up. That's the typical path that you find a, a faster track. What you're trying to do is, having never been a head coach, convince somebody, hey, I can be the guy. That's right. That's a harder task.
2: Yeah, a lot of times they're going to hire someone who's even if they haven't been a successful head coach, they've been a head coach before. Versus me, who'd never been a head coach, they're going to hire the the guy with previous experience. Right, right. And, and you can't blame them because uh, who knows what I'm going to do? I guess. But, uh,
0: so <laughs> new coach is a wild card.
2: Yeah, yeah. A uh, good friend of mine's head coach in Bologna. Uh, he was an assistant in Jonesboro. Also, he he uh, applied and interviewed at thirteen different places before he was hired at Bologna. That's a really good program. Uh, they played someone in our conference Tuesday night, but. And he's an outstanding coach, but just right. same thing, same stigma attached. And I understand that. But
0: And now you're a coach. You can get a job anywhere now. I've been a head coach.
2: Well, I have to <laughs> win a couple games. But,
0: uh, <laughs> well, you won one already. You had a game this past year. doesn't uh, count, but yeah. Well, yeah. But it, yeah. We're 0-0. Did, did you walk off with a win, Coach? We did win. That's yeah, it. Yeah. There yeah. You, go. So, you may not get another. Did. You take that one and say, we won a game. Right. Hopefully, yeah. well, we're going to get more than that.
2: That's right. Yeah, we enjoyed it. We celebrated a little bit, and that's right, because we haven't been as successful as we want to be the last few years, but we're planning to change that.
0: So. Well, and that's kind of the questions, obviously, today is how do you put your stamp on this? Where where do you go to start with a program that? And I did the play-by-play for them a couple of years ago, and you're right. They, they struggled. They had a plan in place for a while, but then that plan kind of got deviated. How do you get a program back on its feet? And I ask you that with a larger thing because Trey Outlaw's had to do the same thing with football. How do you make it work with basketball now?
2: Right. It starts with Coach Outlaw. Like I said, he's he's awesome to work for. Um, so we, we, we're in the middle of restructuring some things at the middle school and junior high level. Um, so um, we just need more coaches in place that, that are available in the, in the summer and the fall. So, okay. so that's part of it. Uh, we need more kids playing AU basketball at a younger age. Um, so like if you looked at, at almost every team that we have we put on the court seventh through twelfth grade you go wow you know they they're really good but but then you watch us play and our, our skill level is is not where it should be and so we've got to figure out a way to develop the skill level um, earlier in, in their sports career
0: so you mentioned AAU is mm-hmm. you a huge proponent?
2: yes because you you have to just you have to have a ball in your hand year round mm-hmm. is my thought and, and right. that's not to say you can't play multiple sports I think you can and should play multiple sports. But I think you need to, I think you need to go to off-season football in June in the summer, and then you need to come to me in the afternoon You know, go to football in the morning, right, but you need to come right. to me and get some shots up right. in the afternoon. Um, so, so we're trying to break that, that. hey, we only play football, we only play basketball around here from November to early February. If you do do that, you're not going to be very good. Which is
0: different than it is around the state of Arkansas. <laughs> and Dwight made a comment about even gyms and all this but, that Texarkana feels like it's in Texas. And, and the,
2: I learned that. That's and the right.
0: emphasis isn't on basketball so much here. And Dwight coach, I mean, you coach at Pleasant Grove, and yeah. you know the emphasis is on football slash baseball, and basketball is kind of the stepchild. Absolutely, just in between sport. And obviously, when I was at Pleasant
1: Grove, we would go over across Arkansas and go play those schools over the Fort Smith tournament. So mm-hmm. you would see, you like, oh, that's a one-day school? Okay, we finna hammer these guys. No, those guys would come out, and they can just shoot the lights out. They can right. all handle the ball. It's just a right. different level with the team camp. Went The team, came up 10 year to Arkansas. We went 0-5. This was my regional tournament team, by the way. Oh. We went 0-5. We never played within 35 points of any of these teams. <laughs> and we were better athletes than those guys. Right, those right. guys' skill level is just unbelievable. And to like what he said, to piggyback off what he said, yeah, football, you yeah, go go, go your football workout, but basketball is a skill sport that you have to continue to work on on a daily basis or you're going to fall behind. You have to shoot the ball every day. You need to handle the ball every day. If not, you're behind. And once you're behind, it's hard to catch up. I have kids. Hey, I'm going to sit out this year and just play football or just play baseball. Hey, man, you sit out a year, buddy. You might as well go. It's a rap almost. Unless you're just a freak athlete, then you're done. That's so right. I didn't want to get on that rant. This is my basketball rant. No, I no, that's right. Time, it's right. He said it. And that's exactly what, that's exactly what you need to tell kids. Like right. This is a
0: skilled sport that you have to continue yep. to do. Opening up the gym and just letting kids come in and shoot. When I was at PGA, I used to do that on Sundays, open up the gym. We had kids come in from all over the place, and we ran games for three, four hours on a Sunday afternoon just to have a chance to be playing.
2: Yeah. You'll see that a lot. So come by Jefferson any There you go. So, <laughs> and
0: that's really a big thing. I don't know it if they've is. done that in the past. It is. But I, I'm glad you're doing it now and opening up the gym
2: for those yeah, guys. Yeah, we just scrimmaged against some guys who graduated a few years ago. Actually, that was part of our practice. Nice. So, yeah, we've got to open the gym up, but... But no coach outlaw, he he wants a balanced program. He does. Yeah. He doesn't want it to just be known as a football school. And, and I appreciate that. Did you bring
0: so. an assistant with you or did you use one we already had?
2: No, I've got I've got a couple really good ones though. Coach Richards, the legend, yep. you know, Coach yep. Richards has been there for <laughs> yes, yes. maybe close to thirty years. But uh Arian Banks is is uh, another assistant that we have and he played uh he, he played football and basketball uh at Arkansas Tech. So okay um just he's a freak athlete and he kids love him
0: so tell me what you like about this group you had because first thing you said sitting down in the chairs i really like this team
2: i do i love them i mean really i could tell them to stand on top of the roof for for three hours and, and they would say yes sir and they do it but really <laughs> really no ego on this team hard workers very coachable that you know usually especially in basketball um you know a couple guys that they, they know hey coach you got to have me you got to right. have me put the ball in the hole right. or not. I, really we really don't have anybody like that um so I've been a part of staffs where, yeah, yeah, this kid's not going to do what we ask him to do, but we got to have him, and and uh, we just kind of, you know, just just um, I don't know, handling the best we can. Sure. But no, no, I love this group. Hard working group, very coachable. They let me get in them, and um, they like, they like to be around each other. So.
0: What did you like when you you had the uh, scrimmage, if you will, your benefit game against the Queen the
2: other day? Played really hard. I think you saw that. I think you yep. sh- we were laughing, we were cheering for our teammates a lot. You know, they they were really genuinely excited, and uh, I mean they're going crazy. And I wanted them to be excited. I thought, sure. hey, fellas, you know, we got we have you know twenty nine real games on the schedule, and hopefully more if we make it to state. You bet. And uh, so so calm down a little bit. Like this is just a scrimmage tonight. But I love their their excitement, and uh, we were able to turn the Queen over eleven times in the first half. So so that's good. You're going to
0: get your first taste of, of being in Texarkana. You see Texas High apparently in their tournament, I think, on December 2nd. Yeah, what do y'all
2: think about that? When was the last time they played each other? I don't know.
0: I can't remember the last time they played each other in basketball. But I think, you know, obviously football had a couple of year hiatus since uh, COVID hit. At least a hundred years they've been playing each other. So you're actually going to get to jump back in the middle of something that's kind of had a timeout for a minute. Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of fun.
2: <laughs> uh, really, one of the first priorities when I yeah. got the job was, really was uh, Glenn Smith runs that uh, event. You yeah, know, and, and he's he's brothers with Joe Nard, who's very prominent. Yep. In, in our community, in our school, and so so that that was one of the first phone calls I made when scheduling. And I, and I said, hey. We, we want to be in the Red River Hoop yep. Fest because it's a big deal. It's in our town, and, and we, we want you to schedule Texas High.
0: I think it's a great um, idea.
2: So I hope it's not suicide on my part. You know,
0: even if you struggle the first year, the first time doing it, Getting back in there and being part of that, I think you're right. I think it's it's been a mistake for Arkansas High to not be in the middle of that every year. Absolutely. I think it's a great it's move. in our
2: backyard. Yep. It's a big deal. And um, the nightcap. I don't know how familiar y'all are, but uh, you know, Duncanville. Duncanville yeah. plays Little Rock Christian. Little Rock Christian is is loaded. Um, and so, Duncanville's always loaded Yeah, and Duncanville's yeah. Duncanville So <laughs> so we play at 7.30 and they play at 9 o'clock I mean, okay. You better get there early right. I think it'll be sold out I,
0: I would expect oh, yeah. You better be there oh, There's yeah. probably a game before you You probably need to be there for that one I agree Yeah, yep, I was
1: going to say, right. say uh, we had summer league We used to have summer league with, with both schools And I actually found it my first year head coach I matched up Texas and Arkansas And just a regular summer league game And I don't know how word got out But it sold out We, we had no standing room only in the gym for, for Pleasant Grove, being for
0: Texas High and Arkansas High. So. All right, welcome back. About 10 minutes till top of the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Dwight McCowan in Arkansas High's boys, boys basketball coach, Matt Williams, is in here with us this uh, this afternoon. Before we do Picks of Righteousness, you were throwing out something during the break that we certainly want to spend a couple of minutes talking about. Uh, and, and so kind of feed us where you got going on.
2: Okay. Uh, the one and only time Arkansas High School has won the uh, boys basketball state championship is 1977, so 46 years ago, and so um, I discovered that they'd never been celebrated. They'd never been brought how back is to, that? they never been brought back to the school or anything. And so I said, "Hey, we're going to bring these guys in, even though it's a weird year, 46." I said, "We're going to bring them in right yeah. now, and uh, we're going to celebrate them." So I called a few of them, and they were kind of like, "Yeah." And the next, and so I thought, "Well." I was, I thought, well, just the idea, was a thought. yeah, yeah. But then, next thing you know, they're calling me back, and so we've got they're coming in. Um, eleven of the thirteen are still living. Wow, and nine. nine wow. So and nine of those eleven are coming in from all over the country. Um, from we've got one in North Carolina, one in St. Louis, one in Jacksonville, Florida. So they're all coming in into town that night. And so what we what we have is we were playing Nashville, which okay. is a very competitive team to oh, begin yeah. with, but. Um, at 12.30 at uh, the gallery at uh, 1894 right here downtown. Right, We're hosting a banquet at 12.30 that's open to the public. We, uh, we'd love for you, anybody who's and, interested. And
0: what's our day for this?
2: This is December 9th. Thank you. That's important. Okay, December the night. It's a Saturday. Saturday, right. December 9th at uh, 12.30. It's a banquet, and we're going to let some of those players talk and former coaches sure. talk and, and have a nice meal and whatnot. And then at the game, this is what I'm fired up about. We've got some – New Nike uniforms, but they look throwback, and they look exactly like nice. uh, 1977. Okay, cool, cool. And uh, making the guys wear the uh, the knee high socks, nice and, and um, little shorts. Yeah, I mean, well, so we like shorts too right now, you know. Yeah, they're back um, in. They're back in vogue. Who knew? In. So I, I was excited when we took pictures. The, the guys wanted to take the pictures in the throwbacks. Right, I mean, they're That's excited cool. about them. And so anyway, uh, and then those guys and their families going to be celebrated at halftime. We're going to give them a framed uh, picture of their championship team. And so you have a whatnot.
0: Saturday game that week on the 9th.
2: That's right. All right. So, so you're going to
0: have a, a deal over uh, downtown and then over to the game and then breaking out the new uniforms. That's
2: right. Yep. So. Very uh, cool. I, I expect a very large crowd maybe sold out, to be honest. it should uh, so, be. So I'd, I'd like to get the word out about the you banquet. You bet. So I'd love for those guys to see a big crowd uh, at Absolutely. the banquet. Um, i tell you what,
0: so. we'll we, – we, after we get done, we'll get you. A, we'll get a couple numbers from you. We'll get some of those guys maybe to come on the air and promote a little bit more. We'll awesome. talk them up about what they've been doing and, and getting them back in town. Thank you. That's yeah. very cool.
2: That means a lot. Thank now, you. And,
0: and then you'll have all their numbers for fifty. Yeah. We're four years down the road, now you already got them lined up. This is just kind of a dry run for fifty. Exactly. Perfect. Yep. yep. All right. All right. So let's do this. I got to get my music ready because uh, after all, it's Thursday. And we will do a, uh, a bit of a truncated Picks of Righteousness. But here's E.J. Jackson. It's not about
2: being right. It's about being righteous. We're going to pick who we want. Yes, we will. We don't care if you like it. It's not about the punch threads or what the papers say. Y'all don't tune in to the Picks of Righteousness. Oh, my goodness. Every
0: Thursday. All right. Picks of Righteousness theme song, Atlanta's own EJ Jackson, and away we go. Now, if you haven't done this before, and Coach Williams has not, here's how it works. We go through some college football games coming up this weekend. We tell you not who we think's going to win. You heard EJ say it. We don't care what the point spread is. We don't care who's ranked where. None of that. We tell you who we want to win and why. Which team you're rooting for. That's right. Coach, what's your favorite college team? University of Arkansas. See, easy. Arkansas's at home against Auburn this week. If I was going to ask you, Coach, who you picking?
2: I, I want University of Arkansas. To That's win. all you need. <laughs> I'm
0: picking Arkansas.
2: Hugh Freeze is one of my favorite coaches in the country, though, but yes.
0: He he knows how to do this. <laughs> He's ready. Dwight McCown? You know I'm picking Arkansas with Landon Jackson. All right. So we'll make it a three for then. <laughs> easy one to start. We'll get tough now. Basketball guys. I got two basketball guys in here. Has nothing to do with this weekend's football game, but Duke is playing North Carolina. When Duke, North Carolina plays on TV, are you a Duke guy or a North Carolina guy?
2: MJ, North Carolina. North
0: Carolina guy. I'm North Carolina. I like D Smith. I like what we did. I'm a Duke guy. (laughs) So I'm rooting Duke this week. This is how we do it. That's how we're picking them. Uh, Texas TCU. To me first? Yeah, uh, you're first. Uh, I'm going
1: TCU, and I'm not a Texas fan, so I'm going TCU, obviously.
0: If you're an Arkansas fan, Coach, I'm assuming you'll yeah. never pick Texas. That's
2: right. I guess you got to pick up.
0: I knew that. That was too easy. All right. Well, uh, it's the last time the frogs and horns are yes. going to see each other. I.
2: T- uh, is,
0: you know, I, I love the horns. We're the we're the station of the horns here. We are, but I like the frogs too. I had a good time in Fort Worth last time I was there. I think I'm gonna lean that direction and gonna do the little frog thing, the, the frog yeah. thing, whatever the heck that looks like, and go frogs. Um, let's see, James Madison, Yukon. I threw that one in there, which is a weird one. James Madison's petitioning to try to get into. The bowl thing because they're the highest ranked non power five conference. Are we on board and we want them to be there or no we don't? Yes,
1: I enjoy watching when they was subdivision one. So yeah, 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 absolutely. I want them to get in.
0: What do you think,
2: Coach? Yeah, I gotta root for the little guy. I agree.
0: See? <laughs> little guy all the way. All right. Uh Dion and Colorado got Arizona this week. Oh man, I mean, obviously I
1: want Dion and them to get it back going, so they're struggling, but I'm picking picking Colorado.
2: Uh, yeah, same thing. I like Deion to get going, but uh, they're struggling after the last week. With... Yeah,
0: I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm going to go the other way again. Yeah, now I'm in a place where I, it's kind of a dumpster fire. I love yes, a good it, it dumpster week, fire. <laughs> I love a good dumpster fire. I, I can root for that. I can root for Arizona to beat Colorado, and just I want to see how they handle this. That's yeah, it, it, this is starting to become a thing now. Where can this group stay together with adversity this year? Let's see. USC and Oregon. What do you think, Coach?
2: Uh, best uniforms in the country.
0: Oh, uh, I like that. I love you it, like yeah. at USC? Yeah,
2: yeah, I like Oregon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he went best uniforms in the country. I'm trying to get him to USC. Yeah. When, no, I have to go with with
1: USC just because I got you know a Marshall alum, Ty Washington there. And oh, I watched right. Watch his dad grow right. up when I was a kid.
0: So obviously, it's USC. So there's a little. Caleb cried last week. He did. I don't know if I'm uh, if I'm not wanting to see that again. I like USC. Historically, loved USC, but I'm again I'm into chaos, and I think Oregon being close at the end, I want to see if they're going to be uh, potentially one to break you the party. Yeah, uh, Michigan Penn
2: State. Is it a whiteout game?
0: It is at Penn State, but I don't know if it's a whiteout game or not. I hadn't seen.
2: Uh, I like Harbaugh, and I, I think he's kind of getting screwed here with with the, really? the science Yeah, I mean, I think everybody cheats, to be honest. So
1: wow, uh, basketball coaches. Man, cause <laughs> every week he gets something because I'm a Harbaugh guy,
2: and that's yeah, what I'm you're, I say You're a Harbaugh guy too. Everybody, everybody Harbaugh, cheats. Man. I think they're out to get him <laughs> because he's he's um he's gaining ground on the SEC with such a good program this year. So yeah, really? Yeah, I think so. You disagree, huh? Yeah, no. Don't like the khakis? And... No. No,
0: i never. You know, okay, so due diligence and all that, right? I grew up a Packer fan. He played for the Bears. I'm a Wisconsin fan. He played at Michigan. I got nothing. Right. I got no love. Coached at uh, San Francisco. I got him. Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing at all. No, go Penn State. Uh, what else have I got on this list? Oh, Tennessee, Missouri. Just because.
1: Oh, I mean, I kinda like what Missouri's doing right now. I know we I thought we said it last week. Uh was it two weeks ago when they played Georgia, so yeah. on Missouri. I'm Missouri.
2: Eli Drinkowicz is from Alma, Arkansas. So oh. there's an Arkansas connection. So
0: That's a righteous pick. You know how this works. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> uh Old Miss in Georgia to finish it off today.
1: Uh again, I'm in a minority here. I actually kinda like Lane Kiffin. Right. So, you know, I'm gonna go for Old Miss.
2: Same. I'm, I'm a big Kiffin guy. Um I guess he's, he's got a little fire uh, lately with the, with the mental health comments uh, as of late. But, right. Uh, but no, yeah, no way they beat Georgia at Georgia, in my opinion. But, no. Uh, but I am rooting for we're him. We're rooting yeah. for him. Once yeah. again, uniforms, the baby blue, uh, Same. The Midwest, I love it.
0: You're in the wrong place, Arkansas Red. You need baby blue uniforms. You <laughs> may change them. How about that? A little weird uniform combination. i love combination. to wear black. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out of time for today. Matt Williams, great having you in. Thank you so much for coming by. Dwight McCown, we'll see you next week. Yes, We're done for today. You guys take it easy. Have a great night. Don't forget, there's high school football playoffs going on tonight. Liberty Allo is in action. You can catch him over on 107.1 with Tyler Huff and Earl Gill. You guys take care. We'll see you again next week here on Leaving the Yard. On the Fan 107.9. If you missed any of today's show, get it on demand anytime on the Fan 1079com and catch the replay of today's Leaving the Yard tomorrow morning at 7 right here on KCMC Texarkana, 107.9 The Fan.